Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel what you're saying. I feel what you're saying. Yo, this is Helping Homies Win, the podcast, Tools for Lifting a Generation. I am Antonio J. Bell. It's your boy T. Ross, and just now I thought the episode was over. <laughs> <laughs> right out of the quickest episode bro, ever, yo. <laughs> bro, because I don't know, the energy of it <laughs> just felt like, oh, it's over? Like, that was the bar? That was it? <laughs> nah, I was I'm, shook. I'm, Nah, bro, because I'm changing, uh, I'm changing direction. So I was like, let me go ahead and just do that then, because this would be a good pivot. Um. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I thought the show was over, bro. Curtain call. I was still on stage. Like, I didn't even get through my full performance, dog. <laughs> Golly. I just imagine you wide-eyed, man, with your mic in your head, just like, waiting for your verse. Bro, that's exactly what I felt like just now. That's uh, crazy. Man. Nah, but so look, you know, so what I wanted to uh to share yesterday, um, I'm actually glad you didn't pick up now. So, as you know, Terry be curving my phone calls because you know, kind of busy. Um, Damn. so, <laughs> so Maddie had her um, so you know Maddie's in ballet, right? Did you know that? No, I did not know Maddie was in ballet. Oh, so yo, Maddie's in ballet, bro. Oh dang, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, <laughs> she how long she been in ballet? Bro, it's been a couple months. Oh wow. Yeah, it's been a couple of months, so she's like, you know, she's four, so it's like they're doing like very, you know, elementary things um, mm-hmm. in the class. But the 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 teacher has a rule, right? You know, because parents want to watch, you know, the kids or whatever, right? So you know, when they first started, they used to let the parents watch, but then they noticed it was too distracting. Then they had a window. Then they found out that the parents were fighting over. Excuse me. The parents were fighting over who can watch in the window, right? So then they took the window off. <laughs> They're fighting like, for window space? <laughs> yeah. So That's then they crazy. took the window off and was like, yo, y'all just can't watch. Um, We're going to have a watch day in a couple months, and then y'all can all come in and watch, right? So last night was watch day, right? And, you know, at 4.30, you know, we went to the class. And, um, you know, my mother's been quarterback and everything. Like, she's been a G about the whole thing. She's been taking Maddie to all the classes. She's been on us, me and Paige, about being at the watch day. So yesterday, you know, we go up there and everybody's, you know, me, Paige, my mom and Maddie. Right. So this is one of very few times we've all been together of late. And, you know, we're in the uh, the studio space and all the kids are there. And you know, at first they're all running around and playing or whatever. But then, you know, they begin to perform. Right. So it's weird because it's my this is my daughter's first time performing in front of an audience. Right. Mm, and I didn't even yeah. realize it, you know, until like we're halfway in. So. It's beautiful because you're seeing the kids like dance and do their moves and do all these things and they're distracted. And, you know, I immediately saw why they don't let us come because like like Maddie in particular could not focus. Like she was so distracted over the fact that we were there, you know. So I'm like in in, in full dash shape, dog. I got my camera. I'm recording. (laughs) And uh, right. I'm recording. I'm like, man, this angle ain't good. I want to go over there and record. Man, I don't want to disrupt everything. Then I say, yo, it's watch that. Do what I want. So I got up, went across the room and recorded. <laughs> it's <right>? watch day. <laughs> so Maddie didn't didn't notice I moved, right? So she's look she kept looking looking over at me, her mom, and 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 my mother, right? And she's like, Hi, 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 mom, hi daddy, hi nana, like every few minutes, right? So she right. looks over and she waves at she she's about to wave at her mom, and then she sees I'm not there. So she stops. And she's looking around and she's confused. And she's like, yo, where'd daddy go? Right. And I can just see it in her brain. Right. She's looking yeah. around. Now she, and now she's surveying the entire room. So now I'm trying to get her attention while I'm recording to let her know, baby, I'm still here. You know what I mean? Right. So right. she's looking for me and she finally finds it and she smiles. And then she waves and she's looking at the camera like, stop looking at the camera, girl. Dance. <laughs> right. 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 So, so. Wait, then, so this you know, is all happening during the performance? 
yeah, it's all happened like during them, like you know, they're they're they're. It's like a it's like a practice, like they're still they kind of yeah. going through their normal like the normal rehearsal or whatever. Yeah. While we're there, so she's looking for me. She finally finds me, and I wave at her or whatever. And then you know, I end up going back to my seat, and like every five ten minutes, she would just stop, like what she was doing, and she'll run over the page and she'll hug Paige. I love my you, mom. mom. Yeah. 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 And then she'll yeah, yeah. then she'll go to me. Love you, Daddy. And then she go, Love you, Nana. And then like, you know, hug all three of us and then go back and just smile. Just cheese it from ear to ear. I've never seen this child so happy. Like she had so much like wow. energy. Yeah. And enthusiasm, bro, from like just seeing her family there supporting her, you know? And I'm recording and Maddie's just having a blast and it's just a beautiful moment, right? So then afterwards, you know, Paige and I, you know, well, you know the story. I mean, a lot of the audience doesn't, but we're getting into it one day. But, you know, me and Paige are like, you know, getting along. And we're like, you know, it's a, it's a decent vibe. And, you know, my mother's there and everybody's having fun. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. After it's over, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm sitting there. And, you know, what Paige said something to me before we got in there. She's like, yo, you know, I just want to like, you know, do more of this kind of stuff because I didn't get to do this when I was growing up. I'm like, yeah, I know. Me neither. You know? And. Right. Afterwards, man, like I was driving to uh, the gym and Target. I was going to run a couple errands before I came home because I drove separate. And, like, bro, I was just overtaken with emotion, bro. It was crazy. Like, like I just kept tearing up because I'm tearing up now thinking about it because I was just like, yo, like I'm giving my daughter something I wasn't, uh, like I, I never had growing up. You know, like she's there and, she, and she's, like, got her family support during her her ballet and her watch day and she's just so happy and over the moon like it's the most beautiful thing like when we left she's like um daddy i want to hold you and not no i want to hold you in mommy's hands you know so we're all holding hands walking out you know from her ballet recital or you know wow. uh, rehearsal you know and she, she's just over the moon like just having such a good time you know and right. bro it brought me to tears just thinking about it so i'm like yo like i'm just so proud that i was able to give this to her you know, yeah, that yeah. I was able to give her this experience in this moment, and like I got it all on on a on a video, you know. And I'm just I was about to say tape, but I got it, it all it on video. It felt like you were supposed <laughs> to say VHS. It literally <laughs> felt like you were supposed to say like you ain't supposed to film your kid no, like, not, not on before the age of seven on nothing digital. Put it all <laughs> right. on film. Put it all on tape. <laughs> if they seven and under, everything's on. Everything's on, on tape. tape, bro. Analog, dog. Analog, so, bro. I'm just like I'm like so like overtaken with that, right? And then, bro, I had the craziest realization, right? So I was thinking about my father, you know, and like, like how most of my motivation is to be better than him. And then I got to think, man, like I never got to do any of this stuff when I was growing up, you know? Mm -hmm. I never got to do this. And not only did I ne never get to do it, but my dad missed all of these years, you know? So I'm just like thinking like, yo, because, uh, you know, for those that don't know, I didn't meet my father until I was five years old. And it wasn't, you know, I found out later it wasn't because... He didn't know where I was, which was the, the the rhetoric as I was growing up. It was because he wasn't ready to be a dad. You know, he just, he just chose up and chose to live his life, you know, pretty much. So thinking about that, bro, you know, made me upset and angry, you know. So I'm like, I'm both angry and I'm like super uh, grateful in this moment. It's very weird. In that right? moment, for, yeah. Yeah, for two different reasons. Grateful to, to give my daughter this experience and happy and you know, over the moon, but then at the same time, I'm upset and frustrated and, you know, um, angry because I'm like, yo, my dad missed all of this. You know, he chose not to be here, right? Right. So 
and thinking about that, like I haven't talked to my dad in like a week now, I think. So in thinking about that, man, it made me realize, man, that there's so many unresolved issues that that need to be addressed, you know? And I feel like at times I round about, you know, address topics and situations as opposed to facing them head on and really letting people know where I stand or where I'm coming from so they can really understand me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because I feel like with him, like, I feel like I shouldn't have to call him out, but I feel like there there's gonna be a day where I do need to call him out, um, because he just doesn't. I don't think he gets it. Like you know, so you know how I told you uh, when he called my mother for her birthday and she didn't answer. He's like, oh, you know, your mama ain't taking my calls or whatever, right? Yeah. So he um he calls me the next. He calls her the next morning, right? Because I flew back to Atlanta and I didn't call him when I landed, right? So he calls my mom to see if I landed allegedly, and then that night he calls me. He's like, hey, hey, what's up, boy? Yeah, you know, I'm just, you know, calling because I, I ain't heard from you. You know, you said, you know, I asked you to call me when you landed. I, I ain't heard from you. You know, I called mm. your mother, but you know she ain't taking my calls. And I'm like, bro, I'm like, yo, I'm I'm about to eat, man. I'm messing with my daughter right now. I man, I can hit you back later. But I'm like, you you got my number, right? Yeah, but you were supposed to call me. I said, yeah, but you got my number, right, Dad? All right, man. Well, you you know, I spent over 24 hours. So if I was gone, I was gone already. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. bro, you called me the wrong person. Like, you know, and 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 off off of that, like, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you like wanting attention from my mother for whatever reasons. Like, that has nothing to do with me, G. Like, like leave that alone, bro. Cause you got a lot of stuff that you got to fix, bro. With people that actually need you. My mama don't need you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I need you. My brother needs you. These grandkids need you. So it's like. I'm realizing in these moments as I'm raising my daughter because it's like it's a gift and a curse in a way, right? Is uh it's a gift to be able to do this and, and, and create a better environment for her. Both her and, and both uh Paige and I are, are are able to afford to do that and my mother. And then at the same time it's a curse because it's a constant reminder of what I didn't have, you know, through these years. Like it's another year before um you know, if 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 Maddie's playing me before she would meet her father, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Dang. it's uh, yeah, it's just wild, so, bro. And you and you see the impact and the development in all these early years. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the relationship we have is like, you know, we got videos and memories and and like, bro, there's nothing more beautiful, it, bro. It's, it's it's frustrating and painful because like, you know, you don't have a lot of you time sometimes, but um. It's, it's a beautiful pain, but to watch this person grow up, you know, before my eyes, it's crazy. The amount that she learns and the way she communicates and her personality, bro, I like to watch her dance. Like, you know, yesterday she was telling me, uh, she's like, Daddy, so after ballet, I want to do, I want to do an instrument. Then I want to go, I want to do, um, I want to do, uh, what did she say? Instrument and what did she say? She said an instrument, something, and something else, right? And then she said, then after that, I'm going to start working. I said, working, baby. I said, you got a long time before you're working. What about soccer and basketball? I thought you wanted to play sports too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So I want to do I want to do this, 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 soccer and basketball, and then and then I'm going to work. I'm like, all right, yo. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like <laughs> for her mind to be activated at that, that early to know that art exists and that you can learn all these things. She said guitar. That was what she said, guitar and then something else, right? But for her mind to be activated that early, I'm like, yo, this is like the most beautiful thing in the world because – She's getting that stimulation that I wish I had at her age, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know, bro. So it was it was a moment yesterday, bro. Like I was like, 
I was just so emotional, and I'm just like, I just love my daughter, and she's <laughs> right, it's just, I, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, man, but. uh, That's major, bro. That's major, because yeah. just to think, and, and I mean, all I've been able to see is is, is you, Father, and Maddie in, in, these eight, in these years, and to see yeah. the impact and, like, how positive that is. And then to think about the lack of, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, in your situation growing up and, you know, just recognizing, being able to see what was missing, you know what mm. I mean? It's, it's, it's very interesting because when you're missing it, that's all you know, you know what I yeah. mean? And like like you said, now that you're getting into it, it's almost like your experience in this positive is, is kind of triggering, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. That's a real interesting concept in itself. Yeah. So is it like in these stages? What's the, like my question? If I were in your situation or something, I'm I'm thinking about listening to it. Is okay now that you're coming to terms or coming to a place to recognize your feelings in these moments? Is it happening for a reason now? You know what I mean? Like, is it is it intentional for you to be feeling this way? Because without it, there's no other way that you could have possibly probably felt that way. I don't, I think it's just nature, bro, honestly. I really think, like, so this is the way I look at it. So my dad made this decision um, not to be there for five years, right? And for five years, you know, then after that, the story was, oh, I didn't know about you. I didn't know about you, you know? And then the whole name thing. Oh, man, you know, she named you Bell. Your name, your last name should have been Fields, right? All of these things I hear growing up. And my mother, because she don't want to, like, make my dad look bad, you know, has let it go. She hasn't really said nothing until like a couple years ago. I start to discover so much more information, right? Mm -hmm. So what I think it is is just the nature of of the lie. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a lie you can get away with for a very long time, but at some point, you know, why you were there, why you weren't there, is going to become important, and it's going to be uncovered. Who you really are, or who you or who you really were, or whatever the case is, will be you know, uncovered at some point. Yeah. Because going through this this thing as going through this uh, relationship I have with my daughter, like, there's no way naturally as a human I don't have these thoughts. Damn, my dad didn't see none of this. Damn my dad my dad didn't go to none of my basketball games until he saw that that Judah, my stepdad, was going to my games. Mm -hmm. You know? I'm at this little dumb recital. <laughs> Ain't nothing happening. These kids my daughter bro no disrespect, but Maddie was trash, bro. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, bro. No disrespect, was, <laughs> but Maddie, wow. Bro, she was in there. But it, was, it wasn't because she's inherently, like, not good at, like, ballet or dancing. It's because she wasn't paying attention. Like, Maddie, I know like, you already know this, but your dad loves you so much. So just much. in case you're listening so to much, this. So much. Like, 10 right? years from now. <laughs> 15 years. But, she, but it's, because, it's, because, it's because she wasn't paying attention, dog. Like, she's up there, like... You know, she's like looking at us and she keeps running off and then like she's doing the they, they doing the steps. But Maddie's just like not like she's not in the zone. Like she's on her own yeah. wave, you know, which I right, respect. Right. But and you were still filming. <laughs> yeah, I'm filming it. And I'm, I'm up there like, I'm baby, you because know, she's like worried about stuff that don't matter. You know, the little girls doing like she's like, oh, you're not standing on your right on your right color. I'm like, girl, you'd be worried about your dance moves while you're up here parenting the other kids. Because right yeah. now, you, you're supposed to be clapping on uh, one and three, and you on two and four, baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, right, right. Um, you know, but I, I I say that jokingly just to say, like, you know, ain't like ain't like this was like an exciting thing to be at. But right, right. there's so much value in it 
you know, so much more to her than I feel like to, I mean, it's, it's big for us oh, too, but I feel like, I feel like emotionally that did a lot for her. And like these kids can't oh, put words on it, yeah. but it's just like, it's in there, bro. It's like, it's happening and they're feeling it. And like this encouragement and this like love is just so important. Like literally all we did was just sit there and that's all they needed. Yeah, that's so interesting you say that because I used to think about that when I'd see like go to the garage, but before it was in the garage, my mom would have all these ugly stick figures and things I would draw like, mm. why are you still holding on to this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, these were gifts that I was giving her and I was appreciative of the fact she was a, she 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 embraced them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then to look back now, like, yo, you kept this for like, it's been yeah. 15, tw- it's, tw- it's been 22 years. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, why do you still have this? Like, that's yeah. so interesting. It's but crazy, yeah, it, 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 it's, it's meaningful because it's, it's your child. And then for her, it's so simple for you all just to be there and for yeah. that to mean so much. Like, that, that's, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, bro. It's, it's just like, it's incredible, man. So. It's just such an interesting dynamic because, like, now it's like, you know, I'm finding myself, like, healing so much through this experience and, like, being patient with it. Um, mm. I found myself healing a lot and, like, or, or finding, you know, or finding the problems. And I can say that identifying the issues that I need to address um, so I can be more effective to her. Because, like, literally, like, this week I've been like, okay, cool. Well, relationally, I need to be doing things this way because whatever woman I'm with is going to affect my daughter. So 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 this this now isn't for recreation anymore. You know what I'm saying? This is uh, this is now on purpose. What well, what what isn't for recreation anymore? Dating. Dating. Ooh. Right. Like like Lord. now it's like now I mean whether I, what 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 decision I make from here on is yet to be determined. But now right. I, I I understand that I'm either going to be doing this for recreation or doing this you know for destiny. Right. You got to put a purpose to it. Yeah. Yeah, I have to. I have to make you, that decision. Because you, you can make the decision to, to be to be recreational in, in your dating, but what impact is that going to have on other aspects of your life? Yeah, so yeah. it, it kind of comes down to, like, what value are you going to put on, one, your life, kind of like what you started out with, started out with, like, you are important to you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And you got to make that decision for yourself and the relationship you're going to have with the other aspects of your life. And yeah. you being a father and you, uh, you know, dating someone and you being, you know, an artist like that's 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 major. Wow. Yeah, bro, it's crazy. So like with that and just like, I don't know, I'm just like really fine. Like I think, you know, one thing too, we kind of talked about this a little bit, you know, as it relates to one of the homies. But I think, too, I want to like explore therapy again. I mean, this is great because we get to kind of do a version of that on air um, mm-hmm. every time we hop on, which is great. But. I do think there's some stuff I want to like investigate and, you know, try to resolve uh, in therapy again, too. And just kind of really understanding like my anxiety, my depression, my uh, my flaws, my mm-hmm. my hurts. You know what I'm saying? I want to like really, really get yeah. into all of that. Did you ever uh, I know you were talking about that, too. Getting into therapy. Did you ever like look into it or what happened? Man, I I've been doing some research, bro. So so one of the things, you know, I've been I've been hearing about some people close to me like in their experiences with therapy. Um, you know, it's all the stigma uh, associated with it. And I think for me, I know I've gotten rid of that stigma uh that may have been present at one point to think, "Oh, therapy is for a certain type of person." I'm now open to it, but yet it's still that barrier of putting action to make it happen, you know? 
Um, I had an experience actually today with my with my my professor, who's a psychologist um, and a therapist by by trade. Um, and I was just coming to, to sit down and kind of get some pointers on how to move forward um, and dealing with my anxiety in the class. And it and it turned into what felt like a therapy session. Um, oh, really? And it literally was just having a conversation, literally just having a conversation, opening up. This is where I am. This is what's going on. This is what I'm feeling. So that actually encouraged me today to like be a little bit more serious in my search to find the right type of, of therapist. Um, mm. For me, I want, I want to get somebody that's a soci- sociologist okay. um, in particular. Um, Why sociologist? Just, uh, because, you know, they study the, the behavior and like how people interact. And I want to know like, okay, my behavior is, is a, a, a result of this aspect of my life maybe growing up or certain habits um, as opposed to as opposed to maybe something where i feel like maybe i have a uh a mental condition of like um i don't know like i'm schizophrenic or bipolar or something you know like not saying that one or the other means that that's what's going on but i'm looking for you know something someone to step in with some experience and knowledge and understanding to help me understand why I do the things that I do as opposed to um I don't know I I, I can't really explain it and articulate it in the way that I want to but well from what I, what I'm understanding is like for so cuz like sociology you know is how people interact and how the world how people affect the world and interact in the world and in cultures and in societies and groups and how those right. groups, those cultures, those the, that that world affects people, right? Yes, yes. As opposed to psychology, which is just why people do what they do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 So that that's that was my my um. That's my desire, you know. And and even though I, my professor is is a psychologist, she also teaches within my college counseling and student development program which is a form of sociology so she kind of has the best of both worlds and she's black and you know Mm -hmm. uh just her her awareness of of the culture and our people like adds another component that makes it a lot easier to have those conversations with her and for her to understand and meet me where i am as opposed to it being like this cold interaction um, so so let me ask you this because you made mention of the stigmas surrounding mental health um what were those stigmas for you or or what how would you identify those within the community for me therapy i've n- I, I never really understood therapy like you know i've seen it in movies but i never made it a real thing where it felt like oh yeah someone so can get a therapist it just felt like it was one of those things that you had to be assigned because someone wants you to go to therapy kind of like doing mm. physical therapy like i've been like i've i've at, because of work and the nature of my old job i had to go and get physical therapy on behalf of my job you know but if i felt something was going on with my body i could choose to sign up for pt for p- physical therapy on my own but right. the idea of therapy kind of had that same feel of you have to be assigned that like your doctor or you're in a situation that was traumatic and now they want to send you to therapy yeah. you know what i mean uh it didn't seem like that was something that you would do as we would oh, i'm about to go to the gym because i want to be healthy i'm about to eat well because i want to 
do this. I'm about to go to school because I want to be knowledgeable. I want to get training because I want to be better at this at work. But not taking that same initiative when it comes to our mind and the way we think and the way we operate, okay. you know? So I think I just got to a place of better understanding. Like it wasn't even so much that this, I mean, the stigma was, was taken away because I was exposed to friends who were therapists, social oh. workers, you know what I mean? Like I have people around me who speak about it because it's the work that they do. And we're having these conversations. I'm like, yo, this is amazing. Like, yeah, this is what I do for work. Like, had I known about this, bro, I probably would have became a therapist myself. <laughs> bro, you act like you can't, though. Like, you're, you've, you've, you're getting all the prerequisites to still do that. Yeah, I mean, I technically will be doing it just in the, 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 the space of higher ed. But, yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right. Yeah, but, I, I mean, all you, I mean if you just went back for your PhD, then boom. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, I mean, not over, but it can be done 100%. Yeah. 100%. No, nah, no, nah, bro, it's but over, yeah. bro. Don't, hey, 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 don't, don't cultural appropriate. Is that, is that what that is? Don't cultural appropriate. That's not that, what that's funny. I messed up. That's, that's not that's that funny. Is. Oh god, that's funny. Stupid. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> oh um, god, oh god, oh no, oh no, <laughs> no. Yeah, like 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 I'm cold switching when I say that. Yeah, don't cold switch. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, very, yeah. that's very interesting. You 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 uh you uh pointed that out because I would have never identified that as cold switching, but it definitely is because no, you understood what that meant. Like oh yes, oh, of course, yeah. of course. Uh, yeah, that's, Dang, that's part win. of our culture, bro. Yeah. This is helping homies win the podcast, and we still going. We ain't over. We ain't done. But yeah, no, that's 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 lit, man. I think that's a big deal though, because I feel like a lot of people look at therapy as if you're like you're sick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um yeah. Charlemagne the guy says this a lot, um, from the Breakfast Club, one oh five point one, I believe. But they um but he also says like, you know, if you know, he's sick or if something's wrong with um, you know, his health, he just goes to the hospital if you know what I mean? So why right. not do the same thing for your minds? You know, if you if you right. if you know something's wrong or something isn't right or you don't have the appropriate relationship or something so not not even that you know something is wrong because people go to the doctor because they're unsure you know what i'm saying you know i'm not not sure what's happening let me go get it checked out like in your mind you know what i keep finding myself in the same type of relationships you know what i get really upset when people ask me these type of questions or this thing makes me feel some way like those are all reasons to go seek therapy it doesn't have to be this ongoing it could be a consultation in in one session you know what I'm saying, but yeah. it's like we don't we don't recognize the access we have to these to to these these services. No, hundred proof, hundred proof, man. I think like I feel like it's kind of like an issue within like the culture in a sense, like where like we don't talk about it. Like what I find so interesting, man, is like. Now, you know, because of the podcast, we have people approaching us, you know, when they see us and they're, they're, they're more vulnerable, more open with things that are going on or whatever the case is. But what I found before, like but yeah, when we were doing the podcast and before people really knew this is, you know, before people even knew about it, and we, you know, published anything. It was mm. interesting to find out that if I started to open up like a forum to like talk about things that are that are taboo or things that are uh, that, that are not you know spoken of often that everybody you know would tap in afterwards Mm -hmm. it's legit like you know you open up a door you know emotionally or 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 mentally you know when you start to go into these areas that people don't really discuss and it allows people to be open and to investigate and ask questions and even you know begin to change the way they think about a certain thing man um but now i'm a strong proponent for uh for therapy it's interesting because like I don't know if I didn't have the right therapist or if I didn't have the right attitude going into therapy because I didn't really get what I expected out of it when I went. But 
I don't know. I still think it's very beneficial, though. I don't know. I want to give it another stab and figure it out, though. What 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 would you? What do you feel like you expecting? What do you feel like you, as though you got? I think that's that's worth sharing. Yeah. So like when I when I went into therapy, bro, like, um, like I would go in and I would sit down, and then dude would be like, "Yo, so um, so tell me what's on your mind, right?" So I would start talking about what's on my mind, and I would talk and I would talk and I would talk, and then I would leave breaks to see if he asked a question or do anything, right? And sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't. Then I would talk and I would talk and I would talk. And, you know, sometimes you'll ask questions after like 30 minutes or something, you know, and then cause it's a 50 minute session. And then towards the end of the session, you know, when we're wrapping up here, like, you know, kind of they'll be asking more questions. And then it's like, all right, well, that's all the time we have today. And and you dip out. Right. But mm-hmm. which is cool. But like I, I came there looking for answers. You know what I'm saying? And mm. trying to understand to get to a resolve with whatever we're talking about you know um but i often found that there was no resolve there there was no answers and you know i don't even feel like he really guided my thought you know as opposed to just kind of letting me vent and i'm like bro i got people i can vent too but i really want to like like when i leave here i want to have some kind of clarity i want you to be able to offer some expertise or offer some guidance you know what i'm saying so i don't know if that was just an issue i had with that particular therapist or if that's just how it goes you know what I'm saying? Mm. How how many how many times did you go? I don't know, bro. I did about like I want to say at least like six to eight sessions. Oh, okay. You okay. know what I'm saying? And they were all about the same vibe. How did how did you find this therapist? So uh, a girl I was dating about two or three years ago uh, was going to therapy for free at Emory University in Atlanta. So mm. you know, like I had expressed, you know, I'm I'm interested in going too. So she had brought me back. Um, some paperwork, you know, about it or whatever, like a flyer or whatever, and it's kind of like a pay what you can kind of thing, and you and you go with like students that are like I think getting their masters or their PhD, so they're not fully mm. accredited yet, but there's you know, but you still can go and like you know, you know, therapy with them or whatever. And it's like thirty five dollars a session, um, or or fifteen dollars a session depending on you know what on the, on your income. So I was going there, and then when I called back. You know, um, the people were saying, like, yo, we, we've never done that. I'm like, what? Y'all have done that. And this is at a time where, like, I was, like, really questioning reality. And, like, I was, like, having a really, really bad break, you know? And mm. they were uh, like, yeah, yeah, we haven't done that. So now I'm like, you know, yo, am I tripping? Like, you know, did I make this up? Is this not true? Because I was, like, I was really struggling, like, mentally at the time. So then um, they referred me to places. And one of the, and the three people they referred me to, he was the only one that was a Ph.D., um, it was like, you know, had the highest level of education, the most experience. So I went to him. Um, everybody else had masters, I think, that was on the list. So that's how I ended up finding that therapist. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. But I found I had a lot of trouble finding therapists when I was looking online. Like a lot of trouble. Yeah, yeah, same, bro. Same. Because yeah. I'm I'm looking like like I told you specifically sociologists. Other <laughs> the other day <laughs> I was talking about the same concept and I kept saying socialist. But I'm a sociologist. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, um, uh, one of the homies is is getting therapy now, and they were saying how they were reading the bio of the therapist, and it, it was just so genuine and authentic that it didn't feel like, oh, this is that person's job. It was like this is their service. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm looking for something that real. Like, if you and I were therapists, what I feel like we would put out 
would be something that would feel authentic and just we're just yeah. here for you to help you it's not about oh we're here to uh, you know diagnose you and give you some medication like i'm not looking for a westernized approach you know what i'm saying i'm looking yeah, for yeah. just someone to be there and 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 a part of me feels as though because even when i think back to my my, my session <laughs> today with my professor <laughs> she wasn't so much she was letting me speak you know and i was just talking and she asked you know some questions here and there and i was just giving her giving insight and then she said okay because i made some comment like um i was talking and i was like right i said right and she goes i don't know you tell me and then I, I had to rephrase, reframe what I said because I wasn't really asking her. So when I yeah. reframed it, she was like, you know, so it's just those small things that don't really feel like they make any difference. Like that wasn't profound. Like I, right. it wasn't a realization I had. But just that that input is a little different. And then as, as, I, as I continued to share, you know, she asked some other questions about my faith where I was. Bro, have you have you considered reaching out to her and asking for recommendations or resources to find a therapist? Literally not until I got in my car. Okay. Literally cool. not until I got in my car. Um thank you for saying that though cuz that 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 is confirmation for me to know to follow up cuz I would just say I thought that in my car and I wouldn't think nothing of it like oh, yeah. it was a quick thought. So you saying well, I literally would just email her like if I were you? Yeah. I'm actually yeah. curious of what she tells you. And like Same. I would, and I would, I would let her know too. Well, you could obviously, you know, you've been like super real with her. But I would let her know too, like, bro, like, you know, it's, it's tough finding something. Like, you know, what, what, like, yeah. what is your advice, even for people to find? Cause like, bro, I want to like find a good therapist, but I want to like, I don't know, I don't want to go to like psychologytoday.com. I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I want to go. What? Yeah. Like, th- th- have you seen <laughs> nah. that website? It's trash. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. No bro, disrespect, same. but it's trash. Same. I mean, I, so, I, th- I think, I think that's a real thing, bro. That's a real thing. Like yeah. for me, it's it's the same thing. If I'm looking for for a photographer, or or a graphic designer, I can Google search and find some articles and people. But these aren't people that like I'd be like, yo, these are the people I want to hit up. I can go online mm-hmm. and say I'm looking for whatever. I'm not gonna find you know the homie next door that I know does fire fire work. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get somebody that has the access and resources and the search engine optimization to be number one on my Google search. And yeah. I don't know that person's commitment to to the craft right. in the sense of like creating a, a feel that I'm looking for. So that's exactly what I feel like those websites are. So it'd be yeah. great to have something that 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 definitely uh, gives us the feel we're looking for, you know. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I, I definitely I definitely uh, think that even in my session with her today, like uh, literally she asked me about my faith, bro. And I gave her some insight, and then I told her I was like, "Yo, you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of rebuilding. Um, I'm in this place. You know, I got some str- I got some some input, but I'm not really putting action to what I'm receiving." I said, "But what I did start doing was tithing, right? Mm-hmm. And like loosely at a church right? or just like somewhere else? At, no, at a church, at a church. Okay, okay. And um and um and that you know she's like, yeah. I said I said, but for me that's like." And she said pretty much like, what she say, like, it doesn't really require much of me. You know, like it's it's something I can do out of this, like out of like really understanding and believing, you know, for myself and and, and, and choosing to do it that way. But it's not making me super uncomfortable outside of just looking at my finances a little differently versus making some life changes. I'm going to have to be confronted with that maybe more regularly. And that's going to require a little bit more of myself, you know, so like i forgot how she put it but basically she understood like that was 
choosing the tithe is low risk. Um, yeah, yeah. And then, and then uh, we went on, and I was just, you know, explaining some other things. And then she just she immediately, bro, she heard something. She was like, Philippians 4, 6 through 8. Like, it was crazy when bro, she said I that, right? I love that, bro. Philippians 4, 6 through 8. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, be anxious about nothing, you know? And, yeah. it, and it was so good. In that moment, I knew. In that moment, I knew she was speaking to me, like at my yeah. core, my my spirit, yeah. you know. And I just yeah. started laughing. She goes, "No, no." She goes, um, um, "Express that in words, like, <laughs> like, like." Cause like, I made a face and I laughed and yeah. I just moved on. She said, "No, express that in words. What was that, you know?" <laughs> yeah. And I just started cracking up, and I told her. That's she so said, bad. "Ah, okay, okay, okay," you know. And then she started encouraging me. And I was just thinking, like, yeah, no, you're right, you know, because I, I, and I started to see the doubt in in me wanting to like push it off, you know. It was hard for me to even look in her eyes at that point, like I felt exposed, and you know, I said, okay, I feel good about this, you know. So now I have something moving forward, moving forward to just be more mindful of, maybe some a little bit of my conversation, uh, maybe putting a little bit more action to the things I need to do. But it wasn't more, it wasn't really her telling me step by step, this is what you need to do. You know, it's just more so her influence to kind of call me out on certain things, an outside perspective looking into me, gotcha. you know? So, and, and, and that's the kind of relationship I feel like that's going to be. Cause I don't think therapy for me when I start is going to be this like 10 session thing where now I'm done, I've got the answers, but more so this ongoing just process of maintaining my mental health. Yeah. Like, Staying active, you know, like I'm not bro, looking to go to the gym 30 times and get bro. a six pack. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like, like with mental health, just like you're saying with the gym analogies, like this has to be a um, a consistent thing, like a, a consistent staple in your routine because we're all like our, our, our mind is always changing too. That's the craziest part about it. And I feel our like our mind is constantly changing. Yeah, yeah, like you know, as we're growing, as we're growing and, oh, and, yes, and yes. aging, our mind yeah. is also transforming every day, and emotionally, we're changing and growing, and like, it's the craziest thing. So I feel like, I feel like you're right now, where like it does need to be a thing that's just like you know, bro, you go to the dentist every what is it, six months to get a, a cleaning, and or every three months or whatever it is to get a cleaning, and you can tell I went to the dentist in, in three months. <laughs> 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 I think it's six months. We go to the dentist every six months to get your cleaning, and you go to the doctor every you know six months or three months or whatever it is, whatever your thing is. So it's like I feel like with your mental health, it has to be the same thing to where like, you know, you're taking care of yourself and you're going to make sure that. Um, like you're treating whatever it is that you need. And like, I don't know, you may go to go to therapy and everything be good and you're just kind of like, you know, sharpening some stuff. I don't know, but I, I don't think anybody's really good to be honest though. Yeah. but I mean, how could we be? We're dealing with so many emotions and people and ideas and thoughts and influences. Like, yeah, I think that checking, I mean, yeah, on the daily, that, that check-in is so, like even somebody that's probably eating healthy, like they're still, Okay, you got to cut down, and you're taking in too much too much fruit. It's a lot of sugar. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, just just things. Just what's the health? How are you maintaining that? How are you keeping, you know, your mental waves clear? I I, I think it's just so important, bro. So, um, I I want to say I want to say you were probably one of the first people I felt like were, was was going. Like on your own almost. Like, you know, I have friends that are, that are therapists in that way and they have therapists, but I think once again they're in that field so they understand it a little bit differently. But you know, I had to you go should though. not be in the field. I you said you had to, had to go? 
Oh, I had to. yeah, bro. I, I, I mean, but go. but you but you recognize the urgency for yourself. A lot of people probably know that they gotta go and they don't. You know what I'm saying? Like nah, nah, bro. Now I don't, bro. Like I I I, I was like mentally, I hit rock bottom. That's how bad mm. it was. Like if yeah. I was a drug addict, a heroin addict, I was at rock bottom, bro. Like it was like you know you talked about shift or die, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's the way yeah. I was on. That's what I was. Told, okay. Have I have I ever told you that that full story or no? I don't remember. I feel like you probably have. What what? Get what? Well, give me a a, a snapshot. I sh- I share I share a little bit of it again. Um, but it was about this time last year, bro. I was dealing with um Danielle, and um. Things weren't like really. <laughs> that kills me every <laughs> time. Bro. Names. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. It kills me. It kills me every time. Okay. Bro, yeah. So I was dealing with Danielle, and uh, it just wasn't. It wasn't the move. It wasn't. It wasn't right. But I was trying to force it. I was trying to make it work, and it wasn't supposed to, right? So I was holding on to that, and that was like literally where like all of my hope and all of my like. Um, that's what I'm looking for. I was looking for my happiness in that, right? Oh, so yeah. that wasn't working out. And on top of that, one thing I've identified, excuse me, is um, around the holidays, bro. Those are, these are tough times for me every year. Yeah, right? it, it never fails. Holidays for for some people are these beautiful things and these homecomings and all these all this like you know, fantastic kind of you know moments. But for me, they're not. Like you know, I'm always reminded of the things I don't have, family wise around thanksgiving and around um uh christmas you know thanksgiving in particular bro i spent thanksgiving you know over the years with you Paige, marion um i spent probably 12 13 of the last like 15 thanksgivings i've been with other people's families right because Mm -hmm. i don't have that you know christmas is much of the same except now you know i have my daughter but if she's with her mom this year then it's different right so It was around the holidays, you know, that wasn't going well with uh, old girl. And then I think Maddie was with her mom. My mom was out of town with her boyfriend. And, um, you know, my stepdad had been together for like, you know, 15, 20 years or something crazy. And, yeah. you know, I was just alone, you know, with my thoughts. And I was trying to medicate, right? So I'm like, yo, maybe if I smoke, right, you know, it'll help things, you know, weed. It'll help things, you know, mm-hmm. uh, help me relax, right? And what yeah, I didn't yeah. realize is that weed amplifies whatever emotional whatever state I'm feeling. in before I smoke. Yeah. So yeah. I was really anxious and on edge before. Right. And that only made it worse. So what happened was, you know, after I, after I smoked, you know, I was dumb high and I began to question everything. Right. I let I let that high take me. So I'm like, you know, questioning my reality, questioning my relationships. I'm looking into relationships with different people. I'm like, yo, what if. You know, my friendship with Tarek, what if that's not really real? What if he just tolerates me and he just thinks I'm cool? Or, or what if he just tolerates me and he doesn't even, like, really like me, but he just doesn't know how to, like, get rid of me? Or what if she thinks this? Or what if he thinks that? Or what if, like, you know, what if I think mm-hmm. I'm this nice, good person, but I'm really not? You know, I'm just this fraud, like, imposter syndrome heavy, right? So I'm going through all of this psychologically, and I'm just like, yo, I just don't, like, I wanted my, my mind to stop. Like, I, I didn't want to think anymore. You know, my mind was just yeah. going too fast. It was, going, it was doing too much. I literally felt... I don't, like, have you ever been on your computer and then it just shuts down and like just everything just goes black, like it blacks out, yeah. shuts down. And it's just, it just, that's what my brain did at one point. Like it literally just like, I felt like, you know, it just turned off and like nothing off, happened. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, it was like, but it, it like, it was almost jolting, you know, um, psychologically when it happened, it was really weird. It's hard to explain. So that happens. 
and I'm just going through these thoughts. I'm like, I just want to stop thinking. I just really want to stop the thoughts. Like, how can I stop the thoughts, right? So that brought me into, well, if I can stop the thoughts, you know, by not being here anymore, you know, uh, or killing myself, right? I've never said it in those words, but whatever. So like, I can yeah. stop the thoughts this way, right? And I'm like, ah, man, I don't, I, you know, like, I, I shouldn't do that, but I just, I just want this shit to be over with. You know, I'm always dealing with these emotions. Life is always taking me to this place. I don't want to do this anymore. And then I'm like, you know, um, you know, I got my Glock, and then um, I think I, I th- well, it was loaded. I got my Glock. It was loaded, and I and I was just like, you know, like 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 considering it. Like, you know, yo, what if I just ended my thoughts right now? Well, damn, you know, um, I would probably have to do it in a bathtub because that would make cleanup a little bit better, right? Mm, um, yeah. Maybe I should call nine one one first. You know, if I were to do it, because then they can remove my body before my mom comes home from out of town because I would hate for her to see that, you know? And if yeah. I was sitting here for days, that'd be terrible because I've actually, you know, with EMS, you know, smelled and seen that, and it's terrible, right? So I'm thinking about all these things, and then the thought occurs, well, you know, what would happen if I wasn't here? I'm like, well, I think Tara could get over it. My parents would hurt, but they'd be fine. They'd get over it. But then I thought about my daughter, and she's the one that would have to suffer the longest, right? And mm. she'll be going her entire life, and her, and her thought would be, why did daddy leave me, right? So at this point, I start crying thinking about that, and I'm like, I, I, I definitely couldn't do that. And it's a soft, like it's a soft thought, but you know, it's still like, you know, I don't actually, I don't, I'm not gonna say it's a soft thought because I, you know, that it could have went right. So I'm like, nah, I, um, I can't do that. You know, my daughter would be like, you know, why isn't daddy here anymore, right? So right. then, you know, I put it away, and I'm like, yo, let me just get through the night. If I can get through the night, and if I can make it to tomorrow, then um, maybe things will get better, right? And then, actually, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm going too fast. Before that, I was like, yo, um, somebody has to watch Maddie on Tuesday because Paige got to work. And if I'm not here, oh, ah, okay, I'm, I'm all over the place. Before that, it was, um, I was like, well, maybe I should check myself into the hospital, right? And I'm like, well, damn, if I go to the hospital, they're going to put me on a hold for like uh, 48 hours, right? And then yeah. if I'm on a hold, I can't get to see Maddie. And, you know, that could be some stuff on my record to where... You know, if I'm ever in court again for custody, that could that can negatively affect me, right? That, but wow. primarily, I can't see Maddie, right? On 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 Tuesday, Tuesday. And I can't watch her, and so she's gonna have nobody to watch her, right? So I can't do that. So I'm like, yo, I can't go to the hospital, right? So let me just try to get through the night, and if I get through the night, then maybe everything will be fine, right? So I got through the night, and then I'm like, all right, one more day, and then I gotta get Maddie, gotta be there for Maddie. So let me get through one more night, got through one more night, you know. And every day I was crying, every day I cried, and then I got through the next day, and I got Maddie. And, I, and uh, you know, every day I felt a little bit better. And I got to the next day, got Maddie, and I felt a little bit better. And I cried that day, too. And then the day after that, I cried some more. But I felt a little bit better. And the day after that, I cried some more. Mm-hmm. But I felt a little bit better, you know? And slowly but surely, like, I kind of made my way around. And in that in that time, I think that Monday is when I called the therapist and was, like, trying to set up a session um, in yeah. my crisis. But obviously, you know, you got to schedule it and insurance and this and that. So while I'm having the crisis, I wasn't able to get the help I wanted. But, wow. you know, that's what got me into therapy um, yeah. was was that. Yeah. I, rem- I remember you sharing the details of, of that buildup, but I didn't realize that that was the therapy, the, 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 you seeking out therapy was linked directly to that. Like, 100%. Yeah. Wow. 100%. Yeah. Because wow. yeah. for me, it was like, if I don't address this, if I, if I, this, you know, it's an elephant in the room. So, yeah. and this isn't the first time, bro. I was—I remember being a kid, you know, thinking about like, you know, when I said the whole bathtub thing. That wasn't my first time thinking about that. Like, I've thought about, yo, if I wasn't, if I, if I wasn't here anymore, if I killed myself or whatever, you know, yeah. what would happen after that? What happened with my body? Would my mother come in and see me? Damn, damn, what would, what would that be like? I've thought about all these things throughout my life, right? right. So I'm like, 
um, you know, at different stages. Like, you know, it's, it's a handful of times, but I think a handful is more than enough, right? So Man. thought about these things, and I just knew that if I don't address this right now, like, it's going to be over, you know? And right. what kept me going at that time, you know, because I didn't love myself, clearly, is, you know, at that time, what kept me going is all the people that I would hurt in the process. And what I found mm-hmm. out later talking to a friend is that's what therapists tell you, too, is you think about the people that you're going to hurt if you do that to yourself, Man. you know? And Man. we're not here for us. You know, I've said this before. Um, we're not on this earth for us. We're on this earth for the people around us. So, you know, for you to hurt yourself is to hurt your mother, is to hurt your father, is to hurt your daughter, is to hurt your friends, is to hurt your family, is to hurt, you know, your community, is to hurt the world. You know, yeah, and, and the people that, that need to be blessed by you and your story yeah. that you're going to impact in the future. Like the thing about the people you've come across lately, you know what I'm saying? That, that you yeah. didn't know back then that have been impacted by you now. Like Absolutely. That's, that's big. That's Absolutely. so big. It's a chain of events. You know, you literally, tra- you, I mean, you're literally changing the universe by just breathing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and we often don't think of it that way, but it's true. You know, everything you do affects people. You know, when you get the job, hundreds and thousands of people did it. You know, when you right. book the gig, hundreds and thousands of people don't. When you get accepted to, you know, college for your undergrad and even your uh, master's and, your, and, and all of these things, you know, you beat out so many people in doing that. You know, it's a blessing for you, but a lot of people hurt in the process of that. But that's just, you know, nature. You know what I mean? That's just, you know, mm-hmm. life in the animal kingdom, right? But um, to tie it up, though, it, for me, you know, that's why, like, that shift, shift or die thing is, like, really heavy for me because um, – if I didn't make that change, I wasn't going to make it. And what I also found during that time was meditation. Um, and I need wow. to pick that back up again. But meditation was one of those things that, you know, I knew if I didn't do that, you know, I can, I can lose myself, you know. Now I, I, I'm, like, I'm more aware, so I can kind of play with it and not take care of myself because I kind of I know where my um, threshold is. But, you know, that's still me being lazy. Like I, it's literally things I know, like meditation where – if that thing isn't present in my life and God and things of that nature, I know that my chances of being effective and being my best self um, are decrease. Wow. So, yeah. So, it's, dang, that's so good, bro. That's so good. You, you said you know your threshold, but it's important for you. Like, what, what I hear is the importance of the importance of ourselves and and putting in place the things that we know is important for our own well-being like without the things that you know that you need you're not going to feel almost like you're not going to be at peace with where you are almost does that make sense like yeah like that that's so loud to me right now you know that in order for you to at least be where you need to be, of course, that doesn't mean that things are going to be perfect and you're not going to, in order for you to operate at your max potential and capabilities for that day, at minimum, you have to do the things that you know keep you and help you maintain and sustain where you are. I think about myself and the things that I do to neglect myself and then I find myself in situations where I don't even have the energy or feel like I have the capacity to deal with. But it's like I'm starting my day off without giving myself the nutrients needed to get through the day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's that's so loud. Like what yeah. is it that 
I'm going to do for myself to feed myself every single day. Like, I can't go throughout, through a day without drinking anything or without eating anything, you know? Right. Um, and expect to perform or not get sleep and expect to perform for that day. So if I don't do those things, I got to know that my day is going to be that much less productive. Mm-hmm. But at bare minimum, there's some things that I can do to at least give myself the best shot at performing at whatever my max is for that day. Because it can yeah. change. Yeah. But at bare minimum, I got to put in the fuel. I got to put in the, the time and the, the resources for myself. And that that's meditating, reading, praying, mm-hmm. taking a, a shower in the morning, you know, stretching. Like, yeah. That's yeah. so key. That's so key, bro. I'm so glad you're saying all this, man. Bro, bro, I had a thought the other day, man, was like life is life and and life as it relates to your dreams is not a sprint. Everything we do is a marathon. Marathon. That's that Nipsey right? hustle, boy. This bro, this is <laughs> a rolling not a stopwatch. It don't ever stop, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it, wow. it don't, bro. This is a rolling don't. Not a stop. Why shit don't ever stop? Wow, that's so profound. Bro, it don't. It don't. Shout out to uh the great philosopher Nipsey Hustle and Drake. Um, wow. But it don't, bro. We have to like we have to realize that I think the way that we've been trained is um and a lot of, you know, the old heads to say this about our generation is like we're a very microwave generation and we want it now and it's like we're also like monkeys, right? To where we're used whoa, to whoa, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Where is whatever. this going? Whatever. <laughs> so we're like monkeys, right? So, you know, mo- like you can train a monkey fairly easily, right? You, you you teach them the behavior that you want them to, uh, you know, to create a habit, and, they, and, mm-hmm. and then you reward them, right? So once they get that reward, that loop is complete, and then they repeat that behavior to get that reward, right? Right. But everything's about that reward. You know, it's not, it's no longevity in that. They're doing it for one specific reason. And getting whatever that that reward is, that thing that's very um, that's that's very short lasting, that pleasure, right? But that doesn't really translate into what we're trying to build. You know, if you're really trying to build like a kingdom in the way that I am, in a sense of like, you know, having a legacy and having like that stability and the, and and to create that environment that you've always dreamed of, you have to treat everything as if a mar- as if it's a marathon. Like your day doesn't end, right? When you go to yeah. sleep at night, like you're just sleeping to rest to prepare for that next moment. But even the idea of days, I don't exist, man. The work is just cons- consistent, you know. At least in what I do, it doesn't stop. Like all of these weeks and days and months and years, they really run together. So I feel like when you're training for a marathon, you know, you have to be eating well. You have to be, you know, stretching. You have to be hydrated, right? You have to take care of your mind if you want to perform, right? And also, if you're going to run a marathon, you don't just sit around and bullshit for months on end and then just show up to the race and expect to, to finish in, in, yeah. in a lot of time, you know, in a competitive time, I should say. It don't work like that. For a sprint, you can do that. If you run a 100-meter a, a dash, you know, you might not need to, you know, prepare if you're just super talented and athletic. But a marathon, I don't care who you are, you got to prepare. Yeah. Because that's not the kind of race yeah. where you just show up. You don't you don't you don't get points for showing up. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, nah, you don't. You don't. You don't. That's good. That's good. I you know, it's funny you say that cuz I was just having a conversation with someone about you know, like New Year's resolutions, you know? And to me that's such a a uh out dr- out that out. Yeah, New Year's is out for me. Go ahead. Um resolutions I mean, but go ahead. 
Yeah, I, I just think that's such a um a dry way of thinking. <laughs> that's so disrespectful. Yeah. That's hey, a whatever. dry way of thinking though, because it's kind of like, oh, this year's done, now on to the next year, starting fresh. But like, no, it's a continuation. You know yeah. what I mean? What whatever you got in motion, you gotta keep in motion. But yeah. it's almost this idea of oh, it's a brand new start, you know. And then we get we get caught up in that with thinking, oh, I do it Monday or oh, it's my birthday. So this year about to be different. And of course, we do get older. So we have access to new things. But I think that we got to get to a point in time where we're just always growing, you know, and, and uh, the homie Tristan used to say this, like his resolution is always what is his resolution is the same every single year, every single day to be better than the man I was yesterday. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and, and to me, I just think that's so. That's so much more productive for us in ensuring that we're growing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And not waiting for these 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 moments, if you will, to implement the things that we want because now we're operating from this place of the new year just started, so I'm about to do this and then three months in, four months in, the the sting of a new year's resolution doesn't have the same because now you're used to the year. You know what I mean? The right. year's got is worn on you, so now the excitement is gone. And I think, you know, it's more beneficial to just recognize every living moment as another opportunity to get better. Yeah, I mean, I think what happens is people only reevaluate every twelve months, Ooh. and that's that's to me that's not right. I think we should be reevaluating. Like it's like school, bro. Like they they you got quarterly, you know, you know, report cards, and you know, you get your you get your grades back every week or whatever the case is, and you got to kind of be checking up with your progress continually. Um, I don't think it's a thing to where like every 12 months I got to say, all right, well, this year I'm going to try to do these things because it doesn't work like that. Like I don't put time limits yeah. on my goals like that personally. Right. Um, Like I, I have a very long list of things I need to do, but, you know, and I, and I said, and I said big goals and I, and, I, and I keep them simple personally. So like, you know, there may be a, um, a goal of perform a play, right? So to perform a play on stage, you know, that means I may have to audition for plays or I may have to produce my own play. Like there's a lot of stuff, things like that, that fall under, you know, me being in a play. Or if I want to uh, be a series regular, you know, um, that may require, you know, me to learn accents or to me to learn instruments or me to um, audition, you know, more, go out to L.A. for pilot season. Like there, there are things that go in under that so I don't have to overcomplicate myself. Like that long list of like a, a hundred goals, like that's dead, like. I feel like you have your focal points and, and the things that you want to accomplish and you start to just make, you know, strides for for those things, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just hate, I just, I just hate that I'm so jaded because I feel like, you know, when those people, they're just like, ah, Christmas, blah, New Year's, ah, <laughs> Thanksgiving, man, they killed, they, they killed the, the indigenous people that day, ah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, to me, bro, I think, I think that's important though because, Otherwise, we get caught up in in the complacency of just this fictional life. If you go anywhere else around the world, they're not celebrating Christmas. Of course, they got their own holiday, bro, right? Bro, but I just got in an argument with one of the homies about that today, dog. It's crazy you say that. I was gonna say it, but then I wasn't. Uh, about what? Because she was saying like she's like, oh, they they you know Christmas is a is like a global thing, 
I said, no, it's not. Where? She said, she said, yeah, it is. She said, everywhere in the world, people celebrate Christmas. I said, sure, individuals all over the world in every country, yeah, individuals yeah. may celebrate Christmas, but it's not recognized all over the world. Yes, it is. Everybody knows about Christmas. Like, I'm, I'm like, Listen, no, it's not. Like, they're not <laughs> celebrating Christmas nowhere in the UAE. Dubai is not celebrating Christmas. Yeah. That's for sure. That's a Muslim yeah. country. I feel <laughs> it. Bro, I looked it up, too. It was like, it was like there's so many different, you know, uh, uh, Tunisia, I think, was one of our t- or Tanzania or something. And it was like, mm. uh, I know it was like definitely those Middle Eastern companies. Egypt was one of them that was listed. It was, uh, I think, uh, China. Dubai is actually a city. I'm sorry. I, I got to make that clear. Dubai is a city. But yeah, 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 I'm listening. But China mm-hmm. was another one. Um, uh, Thailand was another. It was like a lot of countries that don't celebrate Christmas. But what I was explaining to her, like, I think that's just a westernized thing that we think yeah. our culture is the standard. And it's not. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it definitely isn't. It we're definitely actually a minority, I, I, I think. Yeah, we are, because it's only 300 we million people We definitely are. Yeah. We, we definitely are, bro. And, that, and that's the part that's crazy, because this is all we know. So we just assume yep. that that's life. And that, that that's in a, a lot of things that we do. That fishbowl, in order for a fish to discover water, it has to come out of water first, yo. Like That's crazy. Dr. Yeah. Re- Dr. Reese dropped that on me, and like I always bro. think about that. Like We think... We all we know is our life. Like a fish is mm-hmm. in water, but it doesn't know it's in water because it doesn't even know water like is water. Like until it comes out and it's like, yo, whatever I was in, I need that again. Like I need that back. I, yeah, I, this, I can't. I can't do this air thing. You know what I mean? Mm. Oh, I get it, bro. When you said that at first, I was thinking about a fish in a in, in a fish bowl. You know. Mm coming out into like a bigger pool of water as opposed to them just being out of water and feeling what it's like not to be in their environment. I get yes. it. I get it. I get it. That's crazy. I yes. love that. Me too. Me too. Yo, Me too. so listen, um, for those of you listening to the podcast and y'all made it this far, congratulations. We really rock with you. Uh, we talked about a lot today, um, but look, I really mean this from the bottom of my heart, yo. If any of y'all are struggling with... Um, your mental health, you know, whether it be suicidal thoughts, whether it's like just depression, anxiety, um, or any condition, bipolar, whatever, it's not a shameful thing to be going through any of that stuff or to be questioning your your mental health. And if you're finding yourself in that position, uh, we encourage that you uh, investigate and try to figure out what's up, regardless of what your family thinks or society or your culture. Do that for you. Um, yeah, I can probably make this a long thing, but it ain't got to be. Take care of yourself. Hey. So you ain't gonna close out, bro? Nah, bro. That was beautiful, man. <laughs> that was Just beautiful. Let that sit, huh? Hey, um, I gotta let you gotta let that sit. Um, nah, I mean we appreciate y'all listening to yet another episode of Helping Homies Win. This is your first time. Welcome. Uh, thank you for rocking with us. Please subscribe, bro. Why well, like you feedback. at church? <laughs> uh, the benediction is that what's called? Right. at the, the end the, the, so if this is your first time visiting us we just want to thank you your first time visiting please stand uh, <laughs> if anybody want to join the homies today out. please stand <laughs> <laughs> raise your please hand stand. we're your family <laughs> somebody nearby please front. put your hand inside that person's hand and, and welcome them <laughs> we got the altar car right here nah man but for real give us give us some feedback give us some feedback please some some comments like it it really really keeps us encouraged and and it's wonderful to know where y'all are in these topics so that we can continue to to do our best to just be you know what i'm saying together as homies man so 
Uh, we appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Peace. Much love. Peace.